Welcome to Michael Mine. This is Michael White, aka Bling Diggity, aka B Diggity, aka Ding Ding, aka I have a million nicknames, I'm not gonna go through them all. And at any rate, this is my personal podcast. It's the first podcast that I've ever made. Um, I'm also in the progress of making a blog and some top top five, top ten lists and a personal instruction site for my daughter. Basically any and every piece of knowledge, wisdom, whatever I have that I would like my daughter to know. I am uh, in the process of, of putting down into uh, a website that hopefully one day when she gets old enough she'll be able to view. But that's a story for another day. Uh, this is the first episode, um, so forgive the, oh, what's the word, awkwardness, um, the, uh, well, the fact that I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> uh, this will take some time, obviously, to, to get a little bit more comfortable with, so until that happens, just bear with me. Uh, I intend this section, this segment here, just to be a slight intro section um, that I'm going to talk about, basically give a, a, a brief overview of what I'm going to talk about today. Today I'm going to talk about... Um, the value of owning something outright over, uh, you know, paying paying monthly payments or weekly payments or top dollar for, uh, you know, the privilege of, uh, of, of being able to use something brand new, you know, the newest, hottest gadget, device, car, what have you. Um, you know, there, there's, there's, you know, some people who would rather own something that is old and and possibly reliable, possibly not. Um, you know, something that is a little bit older, a little bit more weathered, uh, and they find more value in that. And there's people who find more value in being able to use the, the latest, greatest, newest, hottest item, um, but having to make payments. Um, on it every month instead of, of, of owning it outright and then of course if something goes wrong with it oh well they're fucked pardon my language that will be an issue in my podcast if you have sensitive ears you uh, may want to um, well I'll try and keep the cursing to a minimum amount but yeah just so you know at any rate we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Android, iPhone, things. And I also have a top five list at the end, um, which I will have at the end of every episode. It may be a little bit longer sometimes. It may be a little bit shorter. Uh, it depends on how well I know about the things that I'm talking about. Sometimes I may know quite a bit. Sometimes I may not. So that will probably determine that. At any rate, I will be right back with the main segment here uh, where I give a brief intro of, of my technical or my technological background and a little bit about the Android iPhone um, reliability and uh, the value of owning stuff versus the value of 
uh, of owning stuff outright versus the value of paying monthly payments for the latest, greatest, newest, hottest thing. Be right back. Welcome to episode one of Mike Line. Let's see here. Slide your finger up from the button to lock into record mode. Oh, so that's how it works. My bad. I'm still learning how to do this whole podcast thing. I'm using the Anchor app, which supposedly is the easiest way to make a podcast. Um, I should be able to do this, considering I'm 32 and I grew up with technology. Um, I was adamantly against the, the iPhone. I was one of the first Nexus One users, um, one of the first Android users that there was, until I, uh, got into my 30s and decided to be a Uber driver, a delivery driver, and realized that if you're going to be one of those people in the app, uh, what do you call it? Um, the the gig economy, the app economy, whatever you want to call it, you you're, you need a phone that is above all else reliable. Maybe not the phone with the with the newest greatest features. Maybe not the phone with you know the latest greatest technology, but a phone that is above all else reliable. And so I bought an iPhone, an iPhone success which is now several years old and is still going quite strong. Um, shortly after I bought my iPhone success, I bought a, a life-proof case for it, which I still have, and it has been beaten to shreds, but it's still on my phone, and when I take my life-proof case off my phone, my iPhone success still looks brand spanking new, like it came out of the case, or like it came out of the box from the factory, um, two years ago when I got it. So, um, it was $50 at Walmart, and it was well worth the money because it is definitely protecting my phone. Um, delivery drivers, I don't know if you've had any experience doing any kind of delivering, but delivery drivers beat the hell out of their phones. Uh, they go through daily drops, bumps, scrapes, Anything you can think of. My iPhone has gone down staircases and it's been um, uh, left in hot cars. It's been, um, you name it, it's been underwater several times. Uh, <laughs> it, it has been, been through hell and uh, because of this $50 life proof case that I have that is, you know, still. Uh, intact barely but um you know is it still still decent um i'm gonna have to replace here pretty soon but um because it's no longer waterproof i've <laughs> successfully managed to uh um, destroy it enough to the or to the point where it's definitely no longer waterproof but i'm gonna have to replace it pretty soon um but it, it has definitely done its job and protected my iphone over the last two years um at any rate, um, before I digress any further, um, yeah, I was 
a staunch Android user until I realized that I needed a, a, a phone that was more reliable than any others. And I had had one iPhone previously in the past, and although it took me a while to learn how to use it, uh, because I was an Android user and it was very used to that system, um, I learned to use it very quickly got very used to it. Um, and then once I got rid of it, uh, you know, I had that memory of, of using my my iPhone and how, how just utterly more reliable and, and how less buggy and how smooth it was as compared to the Android phones that I had, which although were definitely um, faster, um, you know, had better hardware, had better specs had better, you know, newer technology and everything else as compared to my iPhone, um, you know, could I get things to reliably work when I needed them to? And not so much. Sometimes it could, sometimes it couldn't. But, you know, if there was something that I reliably needed to get done in the pinch, in a pinch, um, like sending an email or using GPS or using navigation to get somewhere, you know, in a hurry, um, I, I knew I could rely on my iPhone rather than my Android, which was kind of hit or miss. And, you know, I, don't get me wrong, Androids have come a long way, Samsung Galaxies especially, um, despite being um, relatively easy to break are good devices um, and are very reliable Android devices nowadays and are comparable to the iPhone but um, the iPhone to me is still uh, the most reliable mobile technology device out there to this day even with all of its bugs that's it's occurred recently with the new iOS updates it is still the most reliable mobile device out there um, and the iPhone success is just a uh, a workhorse of I mean that that was I mean that's basically like uh, the iPhone six and success that generation of iPhones is basically like uh, back in the two thousands and the early. 2000 teens when people were still stuck on Windows XP because Windows XP was just so reliable of, of an operating system for, for desktop and laptop computers that um, that you know businesses and, and even uh, individuals they didn't want to update um, they were happy with XP because it, it got the job done and that's that's you know I'm stuck on my iPhone 6s for generally the same reason um, you know, I have Boost Mobile, which is not necessarily the most reliable carrier uh, in the world. My service is spotty at best. As soon as I get anywhere that looks even remotely rural, uh, my service drops down to 3G, which is about as... Uh, 3G on Boost Mobile is about as fast as a 56K uh, dial-up modem. <laughs> uh, so it, it is not fast at all. Um, but... Regardless, um, what was I saying? Uh, regardless, the the iPhone on whatever network you use it on is is going to be um, reliable, just as Windows XP was reliable, um, just as you know other other forms of technology in the past have been reliable, just because they were they were made 
so well and tested so well by the people that built them, they were built to last. And that is why the iPhone 6s and 6s like mine are still around today and still going strong. Um, even though they have been thoroughly, you know, um, uh, outdated by technology today. Um, you know, my iPhone would, you know, the newest galaxies would probably run laps around my iPhone. But the fact that I can still do a podcast, my first podcast, on my iPhone success and publish it for the world to see um, without any issues whatsoever is a testament to um, the iPhone the iPhone 6 and success generation that generation of iPhones um, and the fact that my iPhone success is still in perfect condition as if as as the day that I took it out of the box is a testament to the, the life proof cases that they made for these iPhones so at any rate, um, like I said, I used to be a staunch Android user, and uh, I still have two Android phones. Um, but when it comes to reliability, uh, the only phone that I go to and probably will ever go to, my go-to phone, is the iPhone. Um, I, you know, I might update eventually to a newer version of the iPhone. I'm sure I will. Um, Boost Mobile has been trying to convince me to update. Uh, they have the new thing for existing users to update to an iPhone for a dollar. It's a dollar down, and you know you got to pay per month. You know, pay per monthly until you wind up paying it off. But you know, I mean, I paid four, five hundred dollars for this this phone, uh, and I own it outright. Um, so you know, it's it's. It's just like owning a car, you know. It's a big difference between owning a car and having to make payments on it. Um, you know, when you own something outright, there's there's something to be said for that, um, as opposed to still making payments on something. For instance, I own a 1999 um, Chevy Lumina, which is a hoopty. Um, it overheats um, all the time. I replaced damn near everything uh, in the cooling system to try and keep it from overheating. Um, but it is old; it's nearly 20 years old. You know, it's 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 an old American car. It is not reliable. That being said, I own it outright. I don't have to pay any payments on it. The only thing I have to pay on it is to, is to renew the, the license plate and tabs and, and things like that on it every year. I don't have to make any p car payments on it. It's mine. Um, whereas, and so if something goes wrong on it, you know, uh, like something major, uh, hey, no big deal. I can sell it for scrap and, you know, get a few hundred bucks to use as a down payment for something else. On the other hand, I also own, well, I don't own, I am still making payments on a 2006 Hyundai Tiburon, uh, which does not run. Uh, the timing belt blew when I was driving down the freeway one day not too long ago, and it blew the engine. And so uh, I still owe about $4,000, a little over $4,000 on that car. Uh, and I'm continuing to make payments on it every month, even though it does not run. 
so like I said, and I can't do anything with it. I can't sell it for scrap because the scrapyard, of course, would want the title, which I don't have and will not have until I finish paying it off. Um, so, like I said, there's something to be had for for owning something. There's something to be said for, for owning something outright. Um, you know, regardless of how old it is. Any, anything you own outright, regardless of how old it is, to me is more valuable than anything that might be a little bit newer that you're still making payments on. So I will keep my iPhone 6S for as long as possible. Um, even at, even if I do wind up upgrading to a new iPhone, I will probably still keep my iPhone 6S just because I own it outright. And if nothing else, I could use it as a backup. So, there's that. At any rate, uh, I guess this has been a good first uh, podcast. Um, I hope I didn't completely bore you to death with my ramblings. Um, not exactly sure what the point of this podcast was supposed to be. Um, hmm. You know, I don't know. What if say it's, uh, it's the value of owning something outright, regardless of its age, over, uh, making payments on something, regardless of how new it is. There's, there's a value in owning something outright. Um, Especially something as reliable as an iPhone success, or as a, I don't know, a, say an old desktop computer with Windows XP, or you know something like I don't know something like that that is is reliable technology that you know may not be the newest or latest or greatest, but has reliably gotten the job done and continues to reliably get the job done. Um, Especially in today's world, that, that's something to be said for that. So, this has been Mike Line, episode one. This is the pilot episode. Um, I intend to, to use my podcast to talk about everything, um, everything that comes to mind. And I have a lot of things that come to my mind. Maybe they're boring. Maybe you don't want to listen to them. That's fine. Feel free to skip to the next episode. Or well, the next episode. I'm not going to force you to listen to anything that I say. But I hope that, if nothing else, um, you use my podcast to get maybe a perspective that you may not have had before. Or learn something that you may not have known before or maybe reinforce something that you did know and that maybe you just needed someone else to say something like that anyway thank you for listening um what i want to do at the at the end of my podcast every week i'm going to give you a top five list top five of something um so I guess um, this week, um, 
let's see here. What can I give you a top five? Um, uh, hmm. Okay, here we go. Let's try uh, iOS iPhone music apps. As that is something that I recently delved into. Um, uh, Spotify. Well, I would probably rank Spotify number one. Um, I used to be a Spotify user. Their library is uh, extensive, to say the least. I mean, they have stuff that I never expected to find. Just very obscure titles, especially amongst hip-hop and, and electronic and, and other things like that. Um, just very obscure titles. I mean, but they have, of course, they have all the major... Um, titles as well, major artists as well, and they have a lot of classical, especially classic rock artists that other services don't have that they've secured the rights to, like, uh, I think they have some rights to some Beatles music and uh, Leonard Skinner and other things that, you know, the problem with, with classic rock, especially major classic rock groups like that, um, is that their families, their surviving families that own the rights to those um, those are just tracks and songs and like they don't want to release them to anyone for free because that's how they make money you know they they themselves are useless pieces of shit um, who don't have any talent or anything or don't do anything to make any money themselves besides use their their you know uh, deceased relatives or, or you know um, whatever who used to be famous musicians um, they used to the their deceased relatives um you know, rights to, to songs and things like that to make a living for themselves. Um, so, you know, Spotify, at any rate, Spotify seems to have managed to come to an agreement with a, a, a lot more of those types of people so that um, uh, they have been able to offer more classical rock tracks and, and um, more of a classic rock selection than, than other services have. So I encourage you to check it out. They do offer a free trial. I'm not sure if it's six months anymore. It used to be six months, but they do offer a free trial and you can even use it freely just to browse and you know, you're going to have to put up with ads and, and a limited, more limited selection and all that. All that jazz, of course, but if you, you know, if you don't believe me, give it a shot. You you can't use Spotify free, um, especially at first. It will give you more features for free just to try it out before they start limiting you and wanting you to pay nine ninety nine a month for it. Which you know, for uh, considering the the extensive massive library that they have, I think ninety nine nine ninety nine a month is very reasonable for Spotify. Um, like I was one of the first users actually when they first came on, came on onto the scene in the United States. They started off in Europe first, but uh, when they came onto the United States, there was very limited. They were really one of the first major, you know, subscription type music services where you could access, you know all of their music library for one low monthly subscription price. I mean, they had iTunes before that, but that was on a, you know, a la carte per song, per track subscription. You know, you pay a fee, you, you download a track per basis type thing, you know. 
Spotify was revolutionary in that it, it introduced one mo one low monthly fee and you could access as many tracks and songs and artists and albums as you wanted to. So that's why it was number one back then and continues to be number one today on, on all platforms. And it's really readily available on pretty much every platform you can imagine. And that's why it is number one on my list today. But regardless of that, I'll move on to number two. Number two, um... Hmm, who should we pick as number two? You know, um, number two I would probably have to say is, uh, uh, let's see. You know, Google has, Google has come a long way as well. Um, Google did not used to be very, they had Google Play Music, which was similar to iTunes, but they learned from Spotify very quickly. A lot faster than Apple did, actually. And they now have uh, Google Play Music, which is um, very similar to Spotify. And they also have YouTube Music, which if, I, I believe if you get Google Play Music, YouTube Music is included. And that's basically you're getting uh, all of YouTube's music collection uh, as well as all of um, Google's music collection combined. And that, that actually makes it uh very comparative uh and very competitive with uh, uh spotify um so definitely recommend checking that out uh, again that is also available on multiple platforms as well including the iphone uh which is you know this is, list is for ios apps iphone apps so um yeah there you go uh number three Let's see, number three, number three. Do, 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 do. Well, we've got a choice here. Basically, we've got, uh, we've got Apple Music, which is, you know, the new, um, version of iTunes. It's basically the, the you know, the monthly subscription version of iTunes using the the Spotify system of using a monthly fee, one low monthly fee to access a bunch of tracks to stream them, you know. Um, so you've got Apple Music, you've got uh, Amazon Music, Amazon Prime Music, which is basically, um, um, you know, that's uh, it's, it's it's if you have a Prime membership, you can you can uh, um, you stream some uh, you know a good selection of tracks for free and then I guess I think if you pay more money then you get basically the same services like Spotify or or Google Play Music or things like that you know it's it's you get a very large library of music to to um, to choose from so yeah, Amazon Prime Music is uh, uh, you know, if you're already a Prime member, you get some features for free. Well, not really for free, because you're paying a good amount of money every year. But you, you already get some of the features, and then for an additional fee, you get all of them. Um, but if you're already paying that 100 and something dollars per year, um, then, you know, there's no point in, in basically paying for, for any of the other services. You might as well just go ahead and get the, the, the Amazon Prime Music that you're already entitled to, and then maybe if you want something a little more, go ahead and pay for the, the, the full Amazon Prime Unlimited Music Service, whatever it's called. 
or um, you know, maybe uh, give it a give um. Well, I'll I'll let you know of the um. I have a uh, what do you call it a uh, a special mention um uh, something like that at the end here. At any rate, um, so we've got you know the last three, four, five. We've got um, Apple Music, we've got Amazon Prime Music, and then of course we've got Title, which is uh, the the new uh, music service being promoted by uh, certain. Um, wireless carriers and and others and it's it's actually it's it's just sort of a it's a competitor to, competitor to to Spotify um, but it, it one one of the main advantages to title is it really as far as as as, as, as music clarity is concerned as far as the high definition audio and and really just just quality audio and, and, and music tracks are concerned um, Tidal has, has a leg up on, on all the other services because they have access to to much higher audio quality um, uh, and they give you much higher, ac- or higher access to, to or more access to, to tracks with higher audio quality um, by default as compared to services like you know Google Play and, and, and Spotify and, and the like, um, Tidal offers basically you know you're not going to get any better audio quality through any other service than what you're going to get through Tidal. So if that's something that's important to you, then I definitely recommend going with Tidal. Um, it's T I D A L, Tidal, like you know the tides, like you know, um, like the the depth of the bay is based on the tides, so it's tidal. I have no idea why they chose that as its title. <laughs> it's the app title, but I digress. Yeah, give that one a shot. Um, it uh, might be worth your time if, if, if audio quality is, is something that is the most important to you. At any rate, um, that would be number five. As a bonus special fee- spe- special mention, um, what's the word? Uh, it's not special mention. I don't know what the word is. Um, something mission. Bonus mention. That's not it either. Something mention. That's you know, like when we were growing up and wrote short stories in a contest. And someone got first and second and third prize, and there's an honorable mention. That's what it is. Honorable mention. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. As an honorable mention. I Heart Radio. Not, 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 not. Pandora. I Heart Radio. That's right. I Heart Radio is a poor man Spotify. Um. And by poor man's, I mean, I think it's five ninety nine a month, so not that much poor, I guess. Four dollars poor. But I guess if music really isn't that big a thing for you, maybe you just want to play something that you like. 
in the car on your way from work or the way home or something like that. You don't want to deal with uh, ads or deal with, um, you know, um, not being able to pick exactly what you want through Pandora. Or, you know, maybe you just want to spend a little bit of money just to get some of the songs you want. But you're not really interested in the most obscure tracks in the world. I don't know, something like that maybe. Maybe you like radio, you know, because it, it is... iHeartRadio is based on... You know, offering radio stations, sort of like Pandora is, but I mean, Pandora has really evolved more into uh, playlists than radio stations, personalized playlists than anything else. But uh, the iHeartRadio app is really more along the lines of what Pandora used to be. It is still focused on radio, which is why they still have live radio stations such as Evolution. Uh, which plays EDM and, and dance and, and, and uh, electronic music and, and other local FM radio stations as well. Um, whereas Pandora doesn't so much have that anymore. But uh, if you play for the, the, the subscription, the, the premium membership through iHeartRadio, you can basically search and play for play any song you like that they have in their library, which is... You know, it's not as big as Spotify or, or other services like that, but it is decent quality size. I mean, there are some things that I have found on there. I, I am still actually a, a, a subscriber, a paying member of iHeartRadio, although I'm, I've been, now that I'm on the three-month trial of Apple Music, after I start paying for Apple Music, I'm probably going to let the, the iHeartRadio subscription go. But um, while I'm still on it, I mean, it, it, it has been... Worth every penny of that five ninety nine a month that I've paid. It is, uh, you know, definitely gives you a lot of bang for the buck. Um, maybe not as much as Spotify, um, but um, you know, like I said, if music really isn't that important to you, if maybe you just want to kind of listen to, you know, um, more mainstream. If that if your interests are more mainstream and less obscure, you just kind of want to listen to the mainstream tracks that you like on your way to work or the way back from home or when you're working out or stuff like that or maybe you just like listening to radio where you don't really know what you like but you just like a genre and you want the radio to play you know the songs that you like without any ads uh, I would suggest going with iHeartRadio um, that is definitely worth an honorable mention because it is a really good app um, you know you can find what you want easily it's well designed uh, give it a shot. Um, maybe before you, if like I said, if your interests are more mainstream, less obscure, and you're, you don't really spend, you know, that much time every day listening to music, before you opt to spend, you know, nine, ten, eleven, twelve dollars a month, or, or maybe go with an a la carte uh, type of subscription plan um, and spend all that money in music, check out iHeartRadio. That might actually save you some money, and you might be very happy with that. So that, that's my honorable mention. And that's the top five uh, for this week. iOS, iPhone, uh, ecosystem, music apps. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your time. It is now well past 30 minute cutoff. So I will end it here. Thank you for listening to Mike Line. This is Mike White. A.K.A. Bling Diggity. A.K.A. B.D. A.K.A. Okay, I'm done with the A.K.s. Signing off.
See you soon. This has been Mike Line, episode 1-001, pilot episode. Thank you for listening.